Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's a podcast that continues to prove that three is greater than two. It's guys of a certain age. Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside two guys. Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. Is three greater than two? I think so. I think so, too. Welcome seeing, back, I'm Art. actually seeing the... Uh, it's the magic number, the equation. isn't it? It is the magic number. I thought 42 was the Let's magic number. Let's sing about it. No. Man and a woman had a little baby. <laughs> they had three in the family. <laughs> I don't know it's a magic this number. Schoolhouse Rock, man. I don't remember. And Blind that. Melon. Wow. Blind Melon covered it. They yeah. covered it, yeah. yeah. Like three quarters from West Point, Blind Melon. That's right. That's right. The surviving members of <laughs> Blind right. Melon yeah. are from West Point. Yeah, I was thinking one is the loneliest number. Yep. Different so, song. Different yep. song. Three but, dog by Three Dog Night. By Three Dog Night. They can't get their numbers Ooh, right. Three. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. One, three. Nothing about two. So it takes two. To make, make thing it, work right? Yeah, something like that. I was going to say tango at first, but I didn't think that's where you were going. No, it's not, but it does take two to tango. Who sang that? I don't know if that's the song. I think that's just a phrase. Oh, it's got to be. No, I'm thinking Tango in the Night by Fleetwood Mac, which was their 87 release that had little lies on it and everywhere. Okay. That was their last big release before they blew up again, yet again. Yeah. Anyway, it's glad to have everyone back in the fold. Let's do some Geeks of the Week. Nobody knows what the other one's doing. Who's going first? I'll go the, first. Of course. Go for it. Go for <laughs> I'm it. I'm pretty sure mine's unique. So. <laughs> just, mine's kind of just like kind you, of the <laughs> on again, off again, uh, DCU oh, I know. news. I Gal I, Gadot yeah. has said that she knew they were going to do a Wonder Woman 3, and now they've said, no, we don't have any plans to do a Wonder Woman 3. And yeah. the re- most recent thing I read was from two hours ago, and she said, James Gunn assured me I had nothing to worry about. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that's I'm not, because there's nothing happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, Wonder Woman's not going to happen. Uh, but, uh, you're never working again in this that's town. That's right. You so, have, as far as Wonder Woman 3, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Wow, because I think my, that was my geek last week was that there was going to be, so yeah, now well, there's the not, huh? Last, yeah, last oh, week gosh. we all thought, oh, great, great. She's going to be she's gonna be Wonder Woman again, and she may be. But, Wonder you know, Woman! I think they're revamping the other thing too that y'all may have mentioned last week. It was, I think it's been confirmed as confirmed as anything is that Vanessa Kirby is going to play the invisible woman. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And that now I'm seeing that the story is centered around the invisible woman. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. that. And uh, what's his face from stranger things is going to possibly play Johnny storm. Oh really? Okay. Good deal. Uh, uh, the guy who played the guitar in the last season who did master of puppets, whatever that character was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, Eddie. Eddie, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who played Eddie is going to be Johnny. Stone. He'd be good. I could see that. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. really. I hadn't heard that yet. That's really good. I I'm saw just that. wait until the wait. movie comes out, and then I'll know for sure who's in who's it. playing the parts. Uh, they'll use AI to swap changing. it. They'll use AI to swap That's it out right. in the middle of it. Yeah, they will. They will, of course. So, but okay, cool. So Gal Gadot off again. Off again. Gal Gad off. Gadolf. Gadon. Gadolf. No, I don't okay. think so. No. <laughs> I'm disappointed though. I was excited about their <laughs> <In> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh-huh. yeah, I want Gal Gadot to be back for sure. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's the ever-changing DCU. That's right. Thank you, James Gunn and Peter Zafrin, also known as Peter Gunn. What do you have, Jay <laughs> Reed? I have a, a a news of a tie-in with uh, I mean, 
falling back to food. Um, Imagine with, that. With uh, and I haven't done this in years. I used to be the kind of guy that would, you know, when I was young, we have all the McDonald's glasses and the Burger yeah. King glasses uh-huh. and all the little tie-ins. I have a bunch of those too. Have mm-hmm. Lots of those that are now in antique shops selling for twenty-five cents a, a glass. But there's going to be a tie-in with Low Key Season Two in McDonald's. It's going to be the, a Low Key tie-in. Uh, low Key tie-in. There you go. Loki's got. Can't, I've spent a week or two since I've seen the trailer, but there's a scene in it where he's standing in a 1980s era McDonald's, and the character named Sylvie is is wearing the uniform and working there, and so that's kind of where it came from. But the the overall concept is they they're calling this the as featured in bag, and it's just it's basically just a meal value meal. Uh huh. But in it with it lists about ten different and just picture the bag online shows about ten different movies and songs where something McDonald's has been referenced. Oh, okay. And Loki is just the most current. So what they're doing a couple things unique is um, there's a McDonald's in Brooklyn that at the end of the month, at the end of August, they're going to turn that into a three day. Why they go to so much work for three days, I don't know, but uh, for three so days, people talk about it like me. They're going to turn it into a 1980s era mcdonald's so wow. they're gonna have a pop-up store with all the vintage memorabilia for sale and i guess all the uniforms and all will look like that i'm guessing so for three days if you're in brooklyn august 30th then uh check out the the uh the vintage mcdonald's and they're also going to i think with the meal if you get nuggets or whatever it's going to have a on the loki secret sauce or whatever it is it's going to have a qr code on there and you can scan the qr code and get uh, exclusive content from Marvel on via Snapchat ah. uh, via this code. So I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I, the meal doesn't come out for three more days as we record. So by the time this airs, the meal should be out. Okay. But when uh, does Loki come out? October, right? October sixth. Because right? it's it's shot and done until the yeah. strike will not affect it. Yeah, I think okay. October. Because you got if I I saw a schedule for Ahsoka. It's yesterday a, yeah and it almost starts in two weeks yeah and it dovetails right into i think it's maybe the next week after ahsoka finishes then loki starts okay it's really close yeah ahsoka's close now right yeah um two weeks, weeks from yesterday. two weeks from yesterday okay today's as we're and speaking of gal gadot her heart of stone drops on netflix today. i guess is yeah is it netflix yeah so we'll see yeah, that'll be. I, I will watch that. We'll see. I will watch that too. Yeah, sure. I probably won't. But speaking of Netflix, are you guys watching Suits on Netflix? No, no. My wife I, is, but I'm not. Yeah, and I had somebody recommend Suits to me recently. It is. I, I watched it. Uh, and you not watched it before? I know. I watched it before. I didn't watch it on the original run. I watched it. I think on Amazon okay. when they had it, and I'm rewatching it because I never saw the last season or uh-huh. two of it. Uh, it's it's mindless fun. Yeah, I've it heard is. it was really. And how many seasons is it? Uh, seven or eight. Yeah, um, and full seasons, right? Yeah. Like a regular, because yeah. it was a broadcast show, or it was on yeah. USA? It was on USA, and they end up, I think the last couple of seasons were like 13 episode okay. orders or something yeah. like that. And uh, one of the most interesting theme songs, I'll try not to sing it, because mm-hmm. every time it comes on, you know, standing back, about to dance, the greenback boogie. It's great. But what's really interesting about it is... Come on, sing it. No, no. I've got to have the music, and I don't want to play oh, okay. that right now. Uh, the band didn't come with you to the studio today. <laughs> yeah, boy. It, this is a private conversation. <laughs> so, um, so Suits is not only streaming on Netflix, 
Netflix and Peacock. Well, it's not only streaming on Netflix, it's also streaming on Peacock, is huh. what I'm trying to say. So two services, but it has obliterated ne- ne- Nielsen's, say that fast, Tim, it has obliterated Nielsen's streaming minutes record three weeks in a row. Wow. So you guys do that. If we'd had your mics <laughs> panned, yeah. it would be stereo. Yeah. So, uh, so for the third consecutive week, and measurement for the week of July 10 to July 16th, it had 3.7 billion views across the two services. Good grief. Think about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those that you, you see clips from it all the time in yeah. Facebook and Instagram streams, and it always looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So over uh, the. And li- Meghan Markle was on it how many seasons? Uh, six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. More than I thought. Over the four measurement periods, suits tallied more than. 12.8 billion minutes viewed between the two platforms. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. That's that. hard to put your, that right your head around. Yeah. Well, and it's, it, like I said, it's just, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It, uh, there's some fun performances in it. It's very gifable, as you have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I love the character of Lewis Litt, uh, which is played by Rick Hoffman, and he's kind of the, uh, the, 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 the foil to an extent, but not. He mm-hmm. he's a lot of fun. A lot of guys show up on uh, on the show guest starring. But uh, if if you have nothing else to do, it's fun. It's something that you can drop in and fall asleep to, as probably okay. guys of our certain age <laughs> do. But um, I've got to think Meghan Markle being on it has up the yeah viewership, v- viewership yeah. dramatically because this was the show that broke her out. Okay, so, but I, I think she got some medicine. Treat that breakout. Yeah. Oh. Dad's Terry. Yeah. So, 12.8 <laughs> billion minutes viewed. Wow. So, I mean, just kind of crazy. So, everybody in the world plus... Except you two. Except us. Yeah. Just watch two minutes of yeah. 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 One and a half times. See the money. There we go. Okay, we got um, that of him. So... The other thing I was going to bring up, do you guys, how much Edgar Allan Poe did you read or were you made to read in high school? Whatever was required, it wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, and I've read some beyond that. I always liked Edgar Allan Poe. Did you read The Fall of the House of Usher? Uh Uh-huh. So Netflix, did you read it? I feel like I have, but I don't remember the plot. And I've seen several movie adaptations of it too. But The well, Crow, I think, was not a short story. That was a big The one. Raven. The Raven. Yeah. <laughs> Nevermore. Nevermore. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You're thinking about the Brandon Lee movie, The Crow. That's what you're thinking. For the love of God, Montressor. Yes. Yeah. For the love of God. Anyway. It's good stuff. Uh, Mike Flanagan, who created How The Haunting of Hill House, is doing a miniseries of The Fall of House of Usher which is going to drop on Netflix October the 12th. Oh, that's perfect. Just in right time, time for, for Halloween. For yes. the Halloween. Oh, uh, that'll be good. So it's going to be eight episodes. Uh, he's actually directing four of them. So um, what's interesting about the it's got a great, uh, it's got a great uh, list of, uh, of cast members. Bruce uh-huh. Greenwood is playing Roderick Usher. Usher, Mary McDonald, also known as the president of uh, mm-hmm. of the Battlestar Galactic, the, the, clo- the colony, the yeah, colonial, uh-huh. yeah, whatever. She's going to be uh, his sister, Madeline Usher, mm-hmm. uh, and other names are there. But I love both those actors. What was really interesting to me about this is, uh, oh, Legala, what was his name? He was on uh, Frank Legala, was originally cast and starred. In uh, Lagella, Langella, Langella, Frank yeah. Langella, Dr- Dracula. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. He was originally cast as uh, Roderick Usher. Okay, and they were. Oh, he would have been good. They shot for two months, then they fired him for sexual impropriety. Oh no! And brought in Bruce Bruce Greenwood. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, to me, um, Lannister, who's the actor that plays um, the father Lannister? Oh yeah, he was also in uh, Childhood's End. He was the. He's he's the heir apparent to all those yeah Vincent Price you know those kind of he would have been great yeah that too he also Frank Langella was Skeletor Master yes my gosh he had Dracula which he did on Broadway first and did the movie and that's kind of where he became a a big star he's played Nixon in the Frost Nixon stuff he's really a talented actor I hate to hear that's what he's done but both on Broadway and in the movie right yes 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 and uh, and I think his next role is Skeletor it's like (laughs) but you don't even see his face yeah yeah wow Skeletor and that was Dolph Lundgren's version yeah I watched that recently did you yeah thoughts and prayers that probably does not need to be on our revisit old movies (laughs) list which I know we're going to get back to that at some point one day if we remember there's some other I don't want to jump in here too quick but there's some other cast members with pretty famous well why don't you tell us about Mark Hamill Mark Hamill yeah but what's he doing on it it says Arthur Pym I don't know the characters but he's like he's the top the Carla Gugino oh yeah I love her yeah she's she's, and she does a lot of stuff with him she's the Michael Truco she plays and Henry uh, Annabeth Gish is in it Henry Thomas yeah oh okay there's a lot of folks in that thing have y'all seen any of the like the did you watch the Legend of Hill House or whatever that Haunting of Haunting of Hill House no did which not. is based uh, which the movie The Haunting is also based on that's a scary stuff man I mean I was like I could I had a scary I stuff. had a hard time yeah I was like uh, the boys made us watch it one time and man it was really scary I'm just not that guy I, I don't know that I'm that guy anymore either I used to be at one point but I'm not don't know if I'm never that guy was <laughs> but this does sound interesting and well, I like it ground post is it a, a novel or a short story it's a short story yeah. so I could read that before watching it oh you yeah. could okay. um, it was in uh, Gentleman's Quarterly uh, like serialized or was yeah, it yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but not GQ as we think of today <laughs> yeah it was an <laughs> older version of it yeah um, Henry Thomas is in it that's what he said. I just yeah, said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elliot. I didn't know who Henry Thomas was until oh, okay. I looked up. And Henry Thomas was, I mean, uh, like I said, a lot of these actors are people that it seems like he's had in other productions as well. So he okay. probably has a, a I haven't watched cast any list. of them. Yeah. So, like right. I said, I watched that one and there was another one that came out. I said, I just don't think I can do it. Yeah. Well, Annabeth Gish was in Mystic Pizza. Yeah, sure was. crushed that on her at that mm-hmm. point. She was also in X-Files and okay. she was President Jed Bartlett's oldest daughter in mm-hmm. the West Wing. Carla oh. Guggenian, I can never pronounce her name. You joined the club. Anyway, she's I'm in sure uh, Sin City. She was in Spy Kids. She was his mom in Spy Kids. Okay. Yeah. You've seen her in a million things. I've, yeah, I've seen, I yeah. knew her face. I just couldn't mm-hmm. think of the... If movies. she was in Sin City, you might have seen other things too. So, <laughs> have you watched that lately, Art? Have you gone back and revisited Sin City? Uh, no, not in a while. You know, we were so creeped out by the, the, the there were all the different vignettes, but the guy that the you know, Hobbit who ate uh, yes, fingers, yes, yeah, that's, that's where I stopped it. Right yeah. there. <laughs> like, what, I think you and I saw it in the theater, didn't we? No, uh, no, I didn't see it in the theater. I just I, remember us talking about that particular, yeah, because it was it was very interesting, very cool. I mean, like I've seen both of them. And uh, the effects and the the style they used was very neat, but man, that was a disturbing it was. Little piece right there. Did That's uh, comic related too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was a Frank Miller, mm-hmm. um, and I think Robert Rodriguez did the first one. 
He directed the first one, yeah. but he also gave a co-direction credit to Frank, to Frank Miller, Miller right. which got him kicked out of the Directors Guild of America mm-hmm. because Frank supposed to have co-directors. Yeah, right. and Frank Miller is not part of DGA. The hotel mm-hmm. we stayed at in um, DC, DC, New York City, this last weekend was right across the street from the DGA in New York. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, so they're not striking yet, are they? No, they cut a deal back uh, before everybody else went on strike. They cut a deal with the Producers Guild. Okay. They may have been the smart ones. Could be. Uh, yeah. So time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's jump to the break. We're going to talk like twenty seconds about Secret Invasion, and we're going to go on a voyage with the Starship Enterprise up next. And we're back with all three of us in studio, and we're finally going to do a post mortem because it needs to stay dead on uh, Marvel's latest. Secret Invasion. Yeah, I had such high hopes for that, and uh, man, it just did not deliver from the from the first episode. And spoiler alerts for those of you who haven't seen it, but when spoiler alert, don't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> read yeah. the wiki uh, entry; you'll get yeah, all you right. need. I, yeah. I refuse to accept it as canon. Um, and uh, you know, but Mariah Hill was killed first off, and just uh, like Cyborg. Yeah, just just right at the beginning and then it, the the biggest and the most disappointing thing to me was to find out that Rhodey was a scroll. Yeah. I didn't mind that so much, but to say that he's been a scroll since what uh the end of uh, uh, Civil War. Well, no, no, not, not even yeah, yeah, I guess end of Civil War. Yeah. So the entire thing with Endgame It's not him. It's not him at all. Yeah, I just really didn't like that. I, I didn't mind wait. I didn't mind him being a scroll, especially since they hadn't killed him off. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of to be cheap and a lot of stuff and I understand the guy that I don't remember the guy's name that, that put this together but was not a huge fan or, or real didn't read the comics or whatever so he just kind of came into it with his own approach I kept waiting for him to bring what's uh, agent the one that was killed you said I don't know her name Mariah uh, Hill yeah I kept waiting to I thought in the very end maybe they bring her back somehow. I thought they would too I thought that would be part of the thing that might, she might be the one that helps do that and then you know Amelia Clark who I just I, I think's great I love her and everything she's in uh, she didn't seem to be. She was wasted. She was wasted. Yeah, mm-hmm. Olivia she, Coleman was fun. Yes, yeah. I thought she was probably, probably one of the, the highlights. Exactly. Yeah, I thought she, I wouldn't mind seeing more of her character. Well, they acted like we might, and yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Secret yeah. Invasion season two. Probably not with this kind of response. But you know, once they hear our podcast uh-huh. about it, but uh, <laughs> they Kevin's going, hey, hey, what have we done? <laughs> but they definitely led you to believe that there was going to be a continuing story yes. with the uh-huh. Coleman leading out. Uh-huh. So. You know, the only thing that would have made it worthwhile if it had a scroll turn into Bobby Ewing. Oh, my gosh. I'd be in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, yeah just, yeah. I just missed for so many reasons. And, you know, the other thing, too, is that uh, Marvel, I think, has always done a good job, even with their more serious stuff, of having uh, humorous elements in there. Mm-hmm. This one did not. It was just bleak the whole That's time. True. It, it really was. Yeah. It really was. And, um, and I didn't know much about scrolls, so for that, for me, it gave me some context. But did I need it? For no, I, else, I don't really? think you. I don't think you. I don't think you did. The one thing, the other thing too, is they kind of they went straight to a super scroll. With and it was a little bit different, you know. This whole absorbing of different powers, uh-huh. and you know, then you you've got one arm oh, that's that the was, Hulk, and you've got yeah. all this other stuff. Um, I don't know, you know. Just we've they've already, you know, 
giving us a hard time suspending our disbelief with alternate timelines and, and you know, going back and forth to the future mm-hmm. and all this kind of thing. And we were okay. But now that you go, okay, anybody could have been a scroll at any point in uh-huh. the time period. It's like nothing has any real weight or meaning anymore. Almost like the comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the comic books, at least, I mean, you're telling that over the period of, you know, decades, you know, so people kind of come and go and forget the stuff. But yeah, it has no weight. I mean, now that they've even brought Gwen Stacy back, there's no, there's yeah. no real, yeah, death. Well, but, I mean, I think at the, at the end of the day, they needed to push so much content out, they being Marvel because uh-huh. of Disney Plus, that they started just just grasping for straws and they forgot what brought them there, which was strongly acted character driven stories that you cared about the people. Mm Mm-hmm. To me, Nick Fury was a caricature of himself the entire time. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did not seem to. He did not seem to be Nick Fury. No, and I, I didn't really care about anybody. To be honest, no. With that's that's a good way. To, that's it. You you didn't care about anybody. You were kind sitting of, there, and you know, the, really, the only person I cared about was killed off in the first episode because I was saying, oh, finally she'll get a chance to do something. And yeah, they, you know, killed no. her off. And then after that, I'm like, I don't, I don't care why they're, you know, they're fighting. Uh, Talos, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, he, you weren't sure if he was dead or alive after they killed him off, and still not really 100% sure. Of course, anything could change now because, you know, nothing has any real meaning. So at, at this point, we would recommend that you read an article and get the salient points uh-huh. because you've got the Super Scroll out there now, who is now the apex predator of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right. We went on a lot more than 20 seconds. We did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess we had ranted. Yeah, just like old guys do. Yeah, or guys right. yeah, yeah. Marvel today. Yeah. So we go from one of the most disappointing shows to talking about maybe the biggest surprise in the past couple of years, yeah. at least in my opinion, and that's Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah, really, really enjoyed this season. So it wrapped up uh, yesterday. Art and I have watched everything. Jay, where are you on uh, your voyage? I am one episode away from finishing season one. Okay, okay so season one. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we're going to spoil lots of things. Yeah, I knew. I knew that's fine. I, I knew Get out. that it would be <laughs> too long to wait. Get yeah. out. Get <laughs> out. Yeah. So um, I, I've gone on record saying I thoroughly enjoyed it. To me, right now, it is the best Star Trek for me ever. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's right up there. I can't know if I can. I don't know if I can say it's better than, you know, the old scientist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the original series. But uh, I mean, it is it is really really good. And it, you know, it's not. I mean, it's it, what's interesting to me is how well they do different genres. I mean, they can change tones. You know, from one episode to the yeah. other and pull both off. You know, two of the highlight episodes for me. Um, were, of this season, of this past season, yes, were uh, the I, I the the musical gets a lot of attention. It was great. It was a lot of fun. But I liked the crossover with the lower decks. I thought that was that was one of my favorite episodes. And it was just fun. It was well done. It worked. Jonathan Frakes came back and, and directed that. I think that you know certainly didn't hurt. Uh, but I thought that was really really good. And then you had uh, and I can't remember. Ad Astra, whatever the the one that featured the trial of uh, of Uma, Ad Astra number, per Aspira, yeah, number one, which was you know just this 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 very serious you know legal drama kind of thing. You're thinking, wow, this and but both of them are working to me. Yeah. Both of them work real well. I also like the episode. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Um, the war episode where they flash back with Mabinga and 
Nurse Chapel. Uh, Under the Cloak of War. Under the Cloak of War. That yeah. was a powerful episode. Wow. It really was. Yeah. It really was. Um, Is season two better than season one, do you think? Just, um, what do I have to look forward to? Everything you're saying sounds really cool. There's, I think it is. I read a review of, of like each episode, and people, the, the reviewers were disappointed in this la- latest episode, thought it was underwhelming compared to some of the other ones. But it's a two-parter. But I mean, the other thing, too, is like you're you're talking about, you know, something that's been solid throughout. So mm-hmm. if you have to rank them, they said the first episode and the last episodes, the bookends were the ones. But And I think it has to do with probably you're picking threads back up from first season mm-hmm. to the second season. So you've got a little bit of, of stuff to work through there. And then you're setting stuff up for a bigger one. And a lot of times that can, you know, it, it, because it's not a, it's not a full episode. Uh, but uh, to me, most of their complaints were quibbles as opposed to, Oh, mm-hmm. they've just lost their way. Gotcha. But they said the whole season was solid, you know, throughout. Uh, and I feel like it was too. I think that, I think that they really have done a great job. Uh, with the characters and the characters now, uh, especially the ones that we feel like we should know already, mm-hmm. have changed but have have come to own the character they were. I mean, I think Spock and Uhura and Nurse Chapel are, you know, as good if not better than the originals. I mean, oh, Leonard Nimoy, yeah. it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, but for Ethan modern Peck. sensibilities, yeah. for where we are now, I mean, this is, this is as good as it gets, I think. Ethan Peck as... Really, really, as yeah. Spock. I mean, he, yeah... I mean, you know, I, yeah. I I sent you guys a picture of him and Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I'd seen that already. Yeah, yeah, just they look so much alike, and they resemble a young Leonard Nimoy. Uh-huh. But I think Ethan Peck owns that role. Yeah. And we're seeing a younger Spock as he tries to recon- reconcile mm-hmm. both sides of his I love nature. Love the thing where he got turned fully human for a while. Yeah. I mean, that was just, that was... Charades. Was yeah, that charades. And it was, it was the, the seeing the... Uh, you know the the family, the Tapring's family, and and all that interaction. Tapril and Civic. Yeah, yeah, all that was was so much, much, so much fun. Okay, so that must be season two because I I know Tupring, yeah. I know Tapring is, and uh-huh. I know he's had like in the last episode I watched, he had uh, he let go of his emotion uh, in order to help kill a Gorn. Yeah, you're, you're you're talking about something different than it. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking all season yeah, two. I have so. lots to look forward to. Ten episodes in season two. I think among the Lotus Eaters was probably that's the one where they end up on the planet where the former crew member. You say probably the my least, least favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah, I think that one kind of it, it 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 was interesting, but it seemed to drag more so than the other ones yeah. did. It didn't it didn't feel quite. Uh, I liked uh, they did not uh, tomorrow and tomorrow tomorrow was not one of their favorites where. Uh, Leon and, and Kirk meet See, back. I thought that was a cool one. I love that one. And I don't usually like time travel stuff, but I thought that was very... And it made me appreciate um, Wesley. What's the guy's name that plays uh, Kirk? Yeah, Wesley... Not Ship, is it? No. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I liked him better as Kirk. I've, I've gotten... He's grown on me as Kirk now. Uh, I think he's a great Kirk. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think he's better than Christopher Pine. Wow, Okay. So. Well, that's another thing, too, I was reading, is that, you know, okay, is this the future of Star Trek as opposed to the going back to the movies? Because I saw Zachary Quinto had said he's still hoping Star Trek Four will come out, and I don't see any reason for it. Man, I would love to see this crew remake some of the original episodes. Yeah, you know, and that's the other question, too, is will they run this, you know, will it run and, and Pike be in command for a while, and then they will eventually go back 
you know, because they keep introducing, again, spoiler alert for you, Jay. Yeah. They keep introducing characters from the original series. And last night, you know, uh, I loved this. I mean, this Scotty. was Becky. Becky oh, was watching. Wow. I said, oh my gosh, that's Scotty. And, and yeah. Sure enough, and it was just Left exciting. It? Yeah. So at this point, we have, uh, in season one at least, we got Spock and we got Uhura. But the Kirk that's in there is not Captain Kirk. It's his dad, right? Or something? No, no, no. no this that's... is his lieutenant. Kirk at this yeah. point he's well James there's Kirk. Sam there's oh Sam. yeah there's Sam Kirk that's his brother that's I'm his talking brother. about the one that's in season one that's yeah gonna, Sam know. Kirk's yeah. a science yeah. officer I think, I think Kirk does show up in season one the, yeah James Kirk does yeah but Sam Kirk is his brother okay he's the one that's in there every yeah episode. and okay. he ends up dying in the original series so okay. which he was played by William Shatner in the original series with, I don't think I knew with, that with a big old I mean, mustache I really, yeah yeah and, and they show there's a there's a uh a picture that's on the on Facebook. I was today years old when I realized it, you know. And I'm thinking, I don't think I ever knew that, but yeah, it's like him, and he's just got this cheesy fake mustache on. And I'm going, how did I not know this? Of course, they said, you know, you're looking at stuff and standard def, and you know, probably me on a little black and white TV. Yeah, but uh, but uh, but but you've got you've got those characters. So yeah, you've got Mabinga, who was in two episodes yep. of the original series, uh-huh. the, and. And the, then you've got Nurse Chapel, yeah. who was a semi-regular in the series. Okay. Yeah, Major yeah. Barrett was mm-hmm. um, w- who played that Gene Roddenberry's wife. Yeah, okay. Who originally played number one in the the pilot episode, Rebecca the, Ro- Ramos. Uh, Remain Ro- Stamos. Ro- 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 yeah, Rumian Rumgen. Remain Stamos. Okay. Yeah. So she she's reprising look like a, that. From no, she spelled. It yeah. took me a minute to figure out which one she was. I knew she was supposed to be in it. And just call her Just call her Mystique. Yeah. 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 Uh, who likes Gilbert and Sullivan? So, uh-huh. um, but you've got her. You've got obviously Pike. Uh, who else from the original series? We haven't seen anything about a, 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 a McCoy. No, at all. I guess McCoy, McCoy or Sulu. We haven't seen, and then yeah. Chekhov didn't show up until the second year of the original series. Yeah. So I wouldn't imagine we would see him at all. Yeah. Um, unless they do, you know, start over with the you know, five-year voyage of the Enterprise. Yeah, so the episode I watched last night is where Himmer dies. Yeah. So I'm, when they bring in, I'm interested to see who they bring in. I'm, I know y'all already know. but Yeah, it's very interesting to see. And she was one that was never really utilized that much. I'm wondering Wait, if... Do you remember her from the original series? Diane no, that, Lane? Wait. Oh, Diane... Um, Carol Kane? Yeah, Carol Kane. I'm sorry. No, that character was not in the original okay. series. So I'm wondering if, now that they've brought Scotty in, if... You know, season three, he will become a semi-regular and, and and be you know part of the engineering crew. I bet he will. Yeah, I bet he will. Um, but we haven't seen McCoy. We haven't seen Chekhov or Sulu, like you said. Sulu right. season two. Uh-huh. Who else from the original? Yeoman Rand was in there for like part of the first season. She was Kirk's yeah. supposed to be love interest, and then they Paramore. decided, yeah, yeah. decided they didn't want to to have him tied down to any. You know, so there's you know, green aliens out there to. Yeah, that's right. Orion have yeah. first contact and more with. Yeah. Oh, so I thought um, what, there was an interesting um, theory. Uh, Robert April, that character is in the animated series. Robert April, who was he? He's the commander. He's the guy that you know, like in last night's thing. He's the one telling Pike, "Do not go and engage with the." Folks. Oh, okay. He's Admiral. I'm sorry. He's Admiral. Admiral. Yeah, yeah, Admiral, yeah. Admiral, yeah, and he was he was the first commander or captain of the enterprise he was actually had the enterprise before pike did okay and you only see him in the animated series which is canon yeah and uh there's an episode where they go through something and a whole crew turns into 
babies and he's older so he gets de-aged enough to where he should be in command of the enterprise so he's in command of the enterprise again okay <laughs> canon uh, this is canon uh, yeah of course i guess it's not any more far-fetched than being forced to sing <laughs> yeah which yeah, you haven't talked about the musical episode well let me i'm gonna mention this a little bit will wheaton's got a theory that he dropped in the ready I, I, I didn't read this i saw he had it but i didn't so his theory is that in the original series where when kirk uh banishes khan to the planet that he thinks kirk's romantic interest with lan nunian singh uh causes him to be kinder on khan than he should have and oh. then it banished him otherwise he should have taken him or killed him because he committed all these atrocities or, yeah like, sent him to some prison yeah. yeah he's like we're just going to banish him to yeah. this planet that's interesting yeah, yeah I, I like thought, that I thought that was incredibly mm-hmm. interesting so uh, speaking of Kirk uh, he mentions Carol Marcus yes who he does. came up in Wrath of Khan first of all and- Khan you know, with his son. And the son, she's pregnant, and they're hoping to work things out. But, you know, we know that this Spoiler happen. alert. No. That doesn't happen. Does yeah. not happen. And then she was also in uh, the second uh, Kev, uh, Kevlar, almost said. Yeah. Kelvin the, timeline yeah. Star Trek movie. Yeah, she was. But, uh, Eve. Yeah. Uh, so the musical episode, I, I, it worked so much better than it should have, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. And that says a lot. Yeah, that does say a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because I kept watching it, going, "Oh, Robbie's gonna hate this." You know, oh, he's gonna hate this part. But it, <laughs> so the premise was no cheesier than old Doctor Who. So I'll put okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll or, or being transformed into babies, which yeah. with with for some reason I think correctly fitting garments. <laughs> of course, you know it's like the uniform shrunk. Yeah, of course, I may of be course. remembering that wrong. Yeah, well, you didn't know that Kirk was his own brother. So, That's right. You know. Anyway, go ahead, talk. but. The, the music was great. Uh, the book was very, very well written for the musical. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of serviced correctly because they realized that why are we singing? We yeah. don't know what we're singing. So they yeah. were self-aware instead of like Schmigadoon when you just uh-huh, break burst into the song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe some elements of like the Elysian Field episode where they're all in the story. Yeah, and a few of them recognize they're in the story, and a few of them don't. Yes, Is that kind of the yeah. idea with the uh-huh. musical. And that was that. I think that they've got something that's kind of you know a silly episode for you know lack of a mm-hmm. better term, and yeah. that was that one from that. Uh-huh. But they're fun, and they and the thing is that's people said, oh, that's not true to Star Trek. Well, Star Trek had some really the original series, you know, yeah. and had some really really bizarre stuff happen. They did. And in the next generation with the hollow deck, they had some strange things. They, too. Yeah, and that kind of gave them a little more license to do that kind yeah. of stuff because yeah. it all, but I think that again, they set up you know, a tenuous premise at best, but it works, you know, works in the and the fact that oh, it only happens when, you know, they get we get real emotional. I hate that you hadn't seen it. Yeah, okay. you should you should just watch skip, that episode skip to the musical. Yeah, that's another thing too I about started to about this series is you can they're bottled that, episodes. Yeah. All, now there's there's there's, there's yeah. thematic things happening throughout the season that you know, but you can watch an episode. You know, right? Like last night, Doug, when they're fighting the Gorn on this planet or on the Peregrine, then you, it's beneficial to know that Laan has already had issues with the Gorn and they yes. dealt with yeah. the Gorn before. Uh-huh. So I see the threads, but at the same time, you could have watched it and, and enjoyed it either yeah. way. And see, I'm coming from a different perspective, I think, than y'all. I have seen just bits and pieces of all the other Star Trek series yeah, right. throughout the years. So mm-hmm. my comparison is more to the original series and to the movies that I've seen. Uh-huh. And but I still, I mean, I'm 
Melissa has not bought into it yet, but she'll sit there and watch it. But uh, but I really have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, well, yeah, Becky Becky really liked the musical episode. Uh, she don't she doesn't always sit down with me and watch it, but when she does, she tends to enjoy them. But uh, she really liked that episode a lot. So there's there's twenty seconds, thirty seconds at the end of the musical episode where Klingons come on. <laughs> oh. that is and that was to me a, almost a little too much jump the shark. That, that thing, but people have loved it. That so. is worth the price of mission. And so the uh, Klingon commander is played by the guy who played Hemmer. Uh, is it really? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was one him. of my favorite characters. I hate oh, that he he's was, gone. He yeah, was, he was great. He was absolutely great. But uh, they have the Klingons basically as a Backstreet Boys K-pop, K-pop thing. Yeah, it's K-pop. Yeah, yeah. why the, you be calling the, me with all auto tuning and all this kind of stuff oh, in it? It's great. And we're, dance moves. When we're done, I'm gonna pull it up and make you okay. watch it. It's yeah, great. It's 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 pretty funny. It's really. But I was hilarious. like, oh, this may be a little because I thought they should have just like not done anything. I said, no, we don't sing, and that should have been it. But I thought <laughs> it was. It's. They said if we're going, we're going all out. They did. So they, they did. There's something else I noticed in in season one that I guess particularly appeals to me is that Captain Pike is like this great cook, and you yes. see more. I think more scenes in quarters and and yes. more. Well, the quarters are so intimacy. much nicer. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. unless you're in Lower Decks, yeah, twenty third, twenty third, twenty fourth century. And yeah, but just more kind bonk. of personal yeah. stuff oh, yeah. with with this season that I that I think has been fun. Yeah, I mean, his. I was right before we got here. I was looking at you know there was uh, shots of the set of his. I think I'm thinking, yeah, this would be a cool place. That sort of yeah. fireplace thing. He's got that got uh, thing with the grill built into it, uh-huh. and he's always doing that stuff. Yeah, I just I think that they've really done a good. The other thing too that I, I thought was interesting is, uh, you know, Pike does not have to be the star of every episode. No, and then and they will have some episodes that he's barely in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the strength of this ensemble they've got. You know, especially you look at Spock, but Uhura's carried episodes. Uh, again, Lon and, and Kirk had their own episode. Rebecca Remains Stamos is number one had her own episode. So they've all yeah. they really do a good job of, of featuring and I think fleshing out the characters. Anson Mount may be my favorite Star Trek Starfleet captain <laughs> yeah. of all time. Yeah, he's I really mean, He's really good. I love Picard because I watched so much more of The Next Generation than I did uh, the, the original series, The Old the, Scientist. The Old Scientist. Um, but I just, I love Anson Mount. I love that character of Pike. Yeah. And one of the things I also love is the way they've taken the uniforms from the original series and modernized it, but still very, very close. Yeah. Like they're, very like, recognizable. I think all the production design, be it the costuming or the sets or the ship design, has been faithful enough to the original while still updating things and just real you know kind of embracing this idea look folks it's been 50 60 years since the original series Let we don't go. have to look yeah. like the original series yeah. we should you know it's for modern viewers now and, and that's and, what it is and they've got the they've got the 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 thing in the console that's like binoculars in a mm-hmm. microscope together that that Spock peers into, yeah. you know. And you'll hear the original, uh, some of the original sound effects or you know, yeah. ambient sound from the deck. Uh, Ortegas, we didn't mention, we haven't mentioned Man, her yet. She's she is fat. great. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's a great character. Yeah. So, in um, the face, I mean, the, the, the phaser's the same. It pretty yeah. much the look. And the, the track order I've seen pretty much looks the same. But then, like, I've also saw the medical side, like they had the original tricorder look, yeah. but then they pull something else out of it and, and scan you with it and that kind of thing. So that I, I like that. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite lines was <laughs> easy toward the flip. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So when the 
when they had the crossover uh, episode with Lower Decks, that's supposed to be taking place in the time of Star Trek Next Generation, where they had the communicators replaced with their their badge became their communicator. And they're talking about that, and they're saying... So the badge is a communicator now, and he goes, yeah, "But this the, is this is Pike and number yeah, one." Yeah, Pike and number oh. one talking. He goes, "But the flipping it out is a much part of the whole thing, and it is, you know." So yeah, I, I love that so they, they with crossover. That. Was it cartoon? And oh no, that, that's what you've got to you've got you to watch it. Okay, okay, watch. yes, but and yes. yes and no, yes, and you've got to you can't skip the intros. Okay, in fact, you don't need to skip the intros anymore at all if you okay. do that. I, I did that and I did that on the the crossover episode. I said, let me see what's going on. Anyway, it starts really? off. Yeah. Oh man, I no, no, it. I came back. I watch the intros every time because I love the theme. Well, it's great and it's beautiful montage, yeah. but um. So it starts off, and it's the cartoon. It's the Lower Decks cartoon. Uh-huh. And Becky is in the other room, and she goes, are you watching a cartoon instead? <laughs> I said, you got to come see this. And so, and then they end up going down uh, to the planet and crossing through what looks like a Stargate kind of thing, or the City on the Edge of Tomorrow kind of arc thing, that, and goes into the time where um, uh, Strange New Worlds takes place. Okay. Then they become the live actors. Okay. So... Okay. Um, uh, they had both of the people that do the voices for these characters play the li- their live action role, and they look, you know, that's one of those mm. things where they drew the people that look right. Like okay, so it worked really well. Uh, and then, but the intro is an animated version of the whole intro. Okay, so it's really cool. And then at the end, again, this is really spoiling this for you, but the end, the last little, you know closing segment, the coda. Yeah, the coda. I was trying to think what the name of that was. Uh, they come back and. Now the Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds folks are animated, animated. okay. <laughs> but they're drinking this drink that uh, the one of the, I can't remember the, the female character's name, has introduced them to. Okay. It's supposed to be this really strong drink. And they're drinking it, and they're going, hey, my arms are real rubbery, and they're doing all this stuff. And then Mabinga, and he goes, what the hell is in this drink? <laughs> uh, sorry. I, sorry, Mrs. Now we have an explicit right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mrs. Reed. So Jack Quaid plays the ensign bum. What's Bomler? Bomler, Bomber. I think. Yeah. Who uh, is in Lower Decks? Who ends okay. up being? Trained Have you watched him. Lower Decks at all? I've watched like like fifteen minutes to the first I episode. Have to check it out. And uh, I read an interview, or I saw an interview with uh, Jack Quaid. He said, "You know, I went back and I watched all Bomblers." motions and the way they animated him and everything and so i tried to do that okay and in you know my live episode he's the one from the boys right jack quaid yeah okay. yeah yeah he's um um quaid uh and meg ryan's dennis quaid dennis quaid yep. and uh-huh. meg ryan's son okay. so and uh, he pulls a Riker move. Did you see his Riker? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> the Riker. So so. And so, Jonathan Frakes, who played Riker, directed that episode. Oh, okay. and he he's just a fantastic director, it, especially when it comes to Star Trek. And he's so. probably directed more Star Trek than anything else. I would think so. Uh, yeah, I, than I don't know that he's mentioned. I don't know what else he has directed, but uh, he's done he do a lot a, of Star Trek. He didn't he do. He didn't do a Spy Kids, but he did a couple of kid. Movies. He did another feature because he was. He, he did, did several features. Yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, I can't remember which. Next generations or what? yeah 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 anyway yeah and so there's a move that's called the Riker which is when when Riker would like saddle up to a chair and you know come up and sit down he's got this particular way that he he throws his leg because of the constriction of the uniform yeah. and so it's been dubbed the Riker and so Bombler Jack Quay does uh-huh. does the Riker while Frakes is directing and uh-huh. it wasn't called for he's like oh really I didn't know that yeah, he's like he's like 
yeah, he's here. I got to do it. So he, he does. And it's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. And apparently Frank's just died, uh-huh. you know, so, but, uh, that's great. It was, like I said, that was a really, that was an episode that, you know, obviously had all the potential to go off the rails and be too silly to be enjoyed, but they made that work so well. I thought it works so incredibly well. They've got such great, such a great cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, this cast is top notch, top to bottom. And, you know, as we saw in the musical, extremely talented because all those folks sang their own stuff. I yeah. didn't realize, I thought maybe somebody was dubbed, but no, everybody sang. And, and you know, some of them were better than others. Anson Mount is not a great singer. <laughs> but his. But Uhura <laughs> and um, uh, La- La- Lon sang in the Lisa Fields episode and was good. Yeah, but yeah. they're both Broadway folks. I mean, they're. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. or they music, have musical backgrounds. Okay. I think they all come from that. So Yeah, the um, the, the uh, Pike and his uh, Paramore's uh, conversation. That was hilarious, him. though. This is a private conversation. Why am I singing this <laughs> yeah. in front of my crew? <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, that was just. You've got to watch these episodes. It's you good. have to. You, ha- you need to drop what you're doing. Okay. So I think. Let's end the episode You're now. You're going to pay me and we're instead gonna, of going to work. Good. Yeah, there you go. All right, we thanks. sponsor. Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, we've gone long enough. We went too far about st- Secret Invasion. We yeah. should have kept that to 20 seconds. Basically, go watch Strange New Worlds. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah.